Screw time, get angry. Now let's talk about shit that pisses me off one subject at a time, I guess. (laughs) Alright, um, this is a new podcast app because for some reason the last app sucked and didn't want to work right or download any of my shit. Um, so I'm just starting this now. So, I guess this will be my second first episode. Um... This one's actually got a recorder in it, too, instead of me using an outside source, so that's better. Anyway, uh, I guess my uh, topic today will be Veterans Day, or Veterans Period, because Veterans Day just recently passed, and uh, I have some personal feelings about it, obviously. Um, So my, my problem with days like Veterans Day is that people pick a day to observe veterans or somebody's anniversary or a birthday or a a memorial to something or like 9-11 or stuff like that you know what I mean they have days to observe these things and to remember things and you know etc my problem with this is people seem to care and be very compassionate and come together these days like veterans day everybody thanks a veteran and this that or the third and then Once that day is over, and it's no longer being observed, I'm doing quotation marks with my fingers, uh, no longer observed, people seem to, to not give a shit again, like, it's almost like, it's almost like something happened, you acknowledged it, you cared for a little bit, and then, now it's over, so why should I keep caring, you know what I mean, and it's, it's, not, and I'm not just talking about vets, just anything in general. People just need an excuse to care for some reason. I never never understood that. Never will understand it. Um, you don't need an excuse to be compassionate. You either are or you're not. And if you're only compassionate during certain days or certain events, then you're not really compassionate. It's pretty fake. Uh, and I see it everywhere. You know, I see it all the time. Anyway, Veterans Day. Um... So, thank you for all the vets and that have served, that are no longer with us, and their families, and uh, that are still serving, that will soon be vets, you know. And, uh, yeah, the, all the men and women, all my brothers and sisters in arms that basically, like, made the decision to, to uh, whether they needed money or or needed a job or whatever but they made the decision to join the military and, and and serve our country and you know try to try to fight for things that uh for the things that we have and all the stuff that everybody takes for granted <laughs> um so first off thank you but anyway um so like one of the things I have a problem with is, is people don't seem to understand vets very well. And I guess I guess it's uh, it's kind of uh, ignorant or irrational for me to have a problem with that because it's you wouldn't really understand what it is to be a vet unless you were a vet or unless you were in the military. Maybe if you were like a like an army brat or whatever or you've been around it a lot, then you would understand. But even then, you still wouldn't really have a, a, a full understanding of it. So, I mean, that's what I'm going to try to do, explain it to you. Um, so, vets, guys that, guys and, and girls that uh, have joined the military and, and served their country and uh, either are still in or that have come back home or, you know, come back from a deployment or uh, come back uh, 
or get discharged, you know, from the service and then come back to society in the civilian world and uh, are confused or angry or upset and seem seem to think that they can't get along with anybody. So this is kind of for vets too and also uh, civilians, I guess I'll say, or non-vets. Um, just to help each other understand each other, you know what I mean? So for the for the civilians, the vet side is like we come back, especially if we've been deployed or overseas or whatever. We come back and then it's it's like a, a shock, you know. We left we left the states and we had a, a mindset, and then we left the states, and then we we deployed, we went overseas, we we did the whole uh, you know the whole war thing or whatever you want to call it, and then we came back. But when we when we left, we left with a certain idea of how things were, and thought we knew what we knew, and you know thought we didn't know what we didn't know. You know what I mean? We had we we, we thought we were together and, and we were on the right page. Then we went over there, and then all of a sudden, everything changed. You know, everything you thought you knew, you really didn't know. Uh, shit that you swore you didn't take advantage of or take for granted you did and then uh and you go over there you live a different type of way you uh meet different types of people you see different things you know it's a whole it's a whole different world and then you come back now when you come back here's the part here's the part that gets a little uh a little a little cloudy you come back and all of a sudden the stuff that that happened before you left and the ideas that you had before you left those are gone you don't think the same way you don't you don't see things the same way. Everything's like there's like a whole new, whole new uh, outlook on things. Now, my problem that I've had with that, and I'm sure many vets have had, is when I came back, I was angry, you know. And anytime I saw anything that people would fight about or argue about or bitch about, and it would be petty things, and then I would just be pissed off constantly, and it constantly happens. So I'm constantly pissed off. Um, just in case anybody that knows me was wondering why I'm always angry. That's one reason. Um, yeah, I just have a problem with the way people are and the way people take stuff for granted and feel like they're entitled for things that, uh, that men and women have fought for or died for or, or regardless of them, just anybody to uphold the, what we have, you know, the peace or, or what peace we do have, you know. And, you know, for all those people that want to fight and argue and say it's not right or, or take a knee during a flag or burn a flag and or put it upside down for distress or whatever the hell you want to do, uh, I get it. You're having problems. Uh, something's not going your way. The government might not be being fair. Whatever. Fuck it. The, the fact of the matter is that shit's going to happen and it's going to keep happening. Uh, but you don't need to disrespect the country from what and the, the the country and men and women that have fought died for and still are fighting and still probably will die for you don't have to you don't have to like disrespect that in order to get your point across that the government might not be doing something that you like whether it's it's a it's a fact or not you know you, you there's different ways to go about expressing yourself and i don't appreciate or approve of disrespecting our flag or our country or our armed services you know our armed forces i don't appreciate that at all obviously 
Uh, maybe I'm a little biased. I don't know. But don't don't do that. You know what I mean? Like vets come home, don't treat them like crap. Like I feel really bad for a lot of Vietnam vets. Like I'm a little different, obviously. When I came back home, I was more welcomed. You know, I wasn't spit on or called a baby killer or any of this other crap that you know that Vietnam vets had to deal with. They were treated really bad when they came back. They had no help. Half of them came back and were homeless or or deserted or you know they just nobody cared about them you know they just they got a lot of shit so whenever I see a Vietnam vet still around because every time I see one I'm I'm surprised that I see one because it's like you know not too many of them made it home um, it was a tough a tough war and uh, yeah I see them and I I thank them for their service you know and I I, I almost forget that I. I was in the military or that I even did anything when I when I'm going to thank them. I don't even think about me. And uh whenever I see them I, I, I make it a make it a point to thank them, you know. And then uh every once in a while one of them will notice that I'm in the military, like they'll see my memorial bracelet or, or you know, I might have my hair cut a certain way that day or or I might walk a certain way and I guess they'll notice that I was in the military. And they'll, you know, they'll they'll ask me, and then, uh, you know, I'll tell them or whatever, and then they'll thank me for my service, and I'll say, well, <laughs> hold on a minute, <laughs> like I, I don't believe that I didn't do anything, but at the same time, uh, you know, I'm thank I'm thanking you right now, like thank you. If it wasn't for you, you know, I probably wouldn't even have been here, and I probably wouldn't even have joined the military, you know. And if I was doing my job that I that I had in the military at the time when you were in, I probably wouldn't be here right now. You know what I mean? I would have been a lot less likely to come home. So thank you, you know. Uh, but uh, back, you know, vets, you know, they they uh, they're misunderstood. You know, half of them don't even know how to explain themselves or how to express themselves. And even if they even if they did have a good idea how to express themselves, nobody nobody listens. Nobody really understands or or takes the time to understand them or or get what they're saying. You know what I mean? It goes along with things like when you ask somebody how there's, how's their day going, and then uh, they tell you, yeah, it's it's all right, it's going, or you know, it's another day, another dollar, whatever bullshit they come up with. Uh, these are things we ask each other, and it's like, do you really care? Do you really give a shit when you when you honestly ask how many times during the day, when you're at work or you're walking or uh, walking around or you know whatever whatever you're doing in the store, shopping. And you ask somebody how their day is, or they ask you how your day is, do you really care how their day was? Especially if you didn't have that great of a day and you're asking somebody how their day was, you really don't give a shit how their day was. You really don't care. If you had a bad day and you asked them how their day was, and they're like, hey, you know, I can't complain. It's going pretty good. And then it's, uh, you're going to tell me that you really care? Especially after you just had a bad day? Come on now. Let, let, let's, let's be honest with ourselves here. It's one of those things where people say stuff, like they ask you how your day is, and you say fine, or I can't complain, which is bullshit, because everybody can complain about something, trust me, I know. Um, or like, uh, was another one? Oh, apologies, that's another thing. People say you're, they're sorry for things, and I feel like they just think it's what they're supposed to say, and they have no idea what actually being sorry is for anything. <laughs> but anyway, back on vets. Um, these men and women... Go go overseas. They go to war. They and they 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 see some shit. They do some shit, uh, and they feel some type of way, right? Then they come home. Now everybody's looking at them like they're fucking crazy. Everybody's looking at them like, oh man, they they've been 
been through some crazy shit, so they're probably all fucked up in their head now. Now, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but not in the way that people think, you know. People went over there, they came home, and, and people think that they're uh, angry and they're upset and they're depressed and they're sad and they're unmotivated because of stuff that happened overseas and really had nothing to do with the stuff that happened overseas. It had to do with them coming back home and seeing the shit that they had to come home to. You know what I mean? See the people that they came home to. And it's like you, you go over there and you, and you can't – there's no plumbing. There's no uh, – there's not – you know, you have some – you have like a generator for electric but not like a lot. You know, you, you, you piss and shit in a hole and you bury it. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. And it's like it, there's – you don't have all the things – that you have over here, like a nice, a nice house, a nice, uh, uh, I don't know whether you have a, uh, what is it, uh, you know, AC or heat or, uh, you know, a blanket at night, you know what I mean, like, shit like that, there's just stuff that people take for granted, and, and, and think they're entitled to, you know, and you go over there and you live a different way, and then you come back and then you see how much people take the stuff that you lost for a year for granted and then you're like wow man people really are like pathetic they're it's sad and it's uh it's it's a disgrace to to everything that you've all the new stuff you've learned basically so that if you think about why if you want to understand why guys are angry when they come back it's because of you (laughs) it's not because of what they saw or what they did it's because of you it's because of and you know if you're taking it personal when I say you, you're probably one of the people that I'm talking about. <laughs> if you're, if you're, if it's, and obviously I don't mean everybody does these things. So don't take it personal if it's not you. And if you are taking it personal, again, it's, you're probably the reason. Um, but that's why we're, that's why we're pissed off when we come home. That's why we're sad because we see all these things that, uh, we didn't notice before. You know, we see all these people just taking everything for granted treating people like shit every day and bitching about things that don't really matter like there's big problems that that are in the world and it's it's stupid because you you learn that the stuff that you can't do anything about isn't worth worrying about you know what i mean like people you what you should worry about and try to fix or do something about or even complain about are the small things you know um small things stuff that you can change you know, that that kind of stuff. That's the stuff that you should complain about. Now you shouldn't complain about uh, stuff you can't change. You know, like uh, for instance, what president's in office, or for instance, uh, yeah, I mean, you can change it, I guess, by voting, but that's already done. You know what I mean? Like, my point is, after something's said and done, stop bitching about it. You know, you don't. If you don't like something, then you don't like it. But chances are, most of the time, you're not going to be able to do anything about it. So if you on, if you can't do anything about it, then don't bitch about it. If there's something you can do to change it, then by all means, complain about it. But make sure that something comes out of you complaining about it, you know? Don't be one of those people that bitches and complains and fights and holds a fucking picket sign up out, outside in, a, in some kind of rally and thinking they're going to make a difference. And honestly believe that all it takes is for you to complain and then something's going to change. Don't be one of those people. Because there's a lot of them. You know, 
don't don't do that. You got all these people that complain about, it, and and most of the times it's stupid stupid shit. Like it's it's little problems, it's petty things that don't even matter. You know that you're upset about. There's plenty of other things to be upset about, but you're upset about all these stupid little petty things. Um, yeah, like guys come back and they see that and it just makes them angry. You know, because you had to deal with you had to deal with bigger problems. You know, and then you come back home and then people are dealing with small problems and acting like they're bigger than the problems you had to deal with and that pisses you off so you see all these selfish spoiled brats entitled and and just like taking everything they got for granted and it it just makes you mad so next time you see a vet and you see they're angry for some reason don't think it's because of war it's because it's because of Entitlement. It's because of seeing all the shit that's happening nowadays and everybody taking stuff for granted. That's what pisses them off. Um, they're sad and they lost interest because you, you live a different way with with the with the men and women in the military. Uh, there's different different personalities. You know what I mean? Like these are some of the the uh, the roughest, toughest people in, in in the United States. They're like they have sick, twisted senses of humor. You know what I mean? They find pretty much anything funny. You know, I can I can make a, a joke about a, a starving uh, baby, and like, and me or plenty of other vets would think it was hilarious. Obviously, not like because there's hilarity in uh, a starving child. Don't don't miss my point here. It's just that you find a way to get through uh, uh, humanity and all its uh, its its it's evil side you know like it's sick side you, you find a way to, to get past that and it, it gets to the point where things like death or, or, or disease or disaster or tragedies they become like just another thing to you you know it's not like a it's not like a thing that needs to be broadcasted on the world news or whatever like that it's just a thing that can be one of the bottom headlines on the news to you to everybody else it's a big deal and they'll talk about it for three weeks but to you as a vet you'll You'll see it, you'll think about it for like a day, and then it's over. It's almost like, oh, well, yeah, that shit happens. But everybody else is like, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. <laughs> That's the difference between a vet and a, and a civilian. A vet would have uh, his neighbors, right? So you got the one neighbor on their one side that's angry all the time and always bitching and complaining about you You parked too close to his car or your fucking newspaper's always in his yard. I don't know, whatever. And then you got the other neighbor that's always nice. If his newspaper's in his yard, he'll deliver it to your door and leave it there for you when you get home. And if you're too close to his car, he'll politely ask you, like, do you mind just moving a little bit so I can get out? You know, he's really nice. Uh, he's babysat your kids for you. You know, he's watched your house when you were going on vacation or whatever. He's really nice. Now, a vet would be worried about the nice guy. A vet would not like the the angry guy next the other angry guy next door but he wouldn't worry about him you know what i mean because that guy's just fucking angry you know whatever (laughs) he's angry and he's expressing himself constantly so he's not going to do anything it's the one that doesn't express himself that never seems to have a problem that always seems happy that's the one the vet's watching so then you get these things on the news where that the the really nice guy went crazy and killed killed his kids and then shot himself in the head and you know whatever murdered his whole family and then killed himself tragedy right and then uh you got people that are like oh my god i I can't believe i can't believe uh this is the the civilian oh my god i can't believe it he was such a nice guy it's uh so so unexpected and he used to watch my kids he was 
was just so, so nice. Like their their family was just like perfect. They always seemed to have a, a good time. They always uh, they always seemed happy, you know. And then he just killed them and himself. But that angry guy next door, guess what he's still doing? He's still angry, and he and he saw he saw everything. And he was like, "Fucking stupid, stupid people! Like just can't even take it. They're selfish and they're fucking killing themselves because they can't deal with life." And <laughs> he's still over there bitching, and the other guy and his family are dead now. But the vet would see that, and he would get a, a an interview from a news reporter or whatever. And they would be like, so me, for example, they'd be like, oh, what do you think about your, your neighbor going off like that and just killing his family and himself? And then I would be like, well, you know, it's sad, you know, it's really sad, but uh, it was like, it was probably going to happen sooner or later, you know? <laughs> and then I could I could imagine myself talking to a reporter, and then, and then I, would, they would, I could imagine them being, like, shocked at my response and just not seeming like I'm very compassionate, you know? It wouldn't come off as me being compassionate at all. Because I'd basically be like, well, listen, uh, the guy was never angry. Like, who who the fuck is never angry? <laughs> who never has a problem? You know, somebody's always got a problem, you know? Nobody, nobody that you ask, uh, how's your day going, and they say, I can't complain. Nobody says that honestly. Nobody really can't complain, and if they are being honest about that, then they're probably going to kill a bunch of people. Just saying. If they legitimately are happy all the time and nothing seems to bother them, they're either, one, on drugs, or, two, they're probably a serial killer. Because normal people don't aren't that fucking happy. You know what I mean? Like, they have problems. I'm not saying you, you don't have moments in your life where they're good and you're happy or whatever. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, but normal people are angry at times. They are sad at times. And they're not always helpful to their the, their fellow man. So, like, if you see somebody being that way all the time, fucking watch out. <laughs> because chances are they're gonna, they're gonna kill you. They're gonna go to a school, shoot a bunch of people, and then fucking probably kill themselves. You know? Uh, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, most of the people that you would never think were capable of doing things are capable of doing things. I'm just saying. First of all, everybody's got evil in them. And everybody's capable of doing anything. So never put it past anybody. I, I don't. I don't put it past anybody. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are, what you do, or what you act like. I, oh, in the back of my mind, you are always capable of doing something to me or anybody else around me. So I'm watching you. <laughs> in the back of my mind, I'm keeping an eye on people. You know what I mean? Because I don't believe that anybody's beyond anything. It's the way to be. So if you think differently than that... You know, I'm not trying to say I, I know better than you, but I do. You're wrong. Don't do that. Um, but that's the difference between civilians and vets. You know, vets kind of get it. They get they get a, a different side of life. They get the the death side or the mortality side. You know, they get they get they get the they get that. You know, and civilians don't normally get that unless you know unless you are in a field or, or something like that, like being like an emergency service worker or like a cop or a firefighter, you know, stuff that deals with like death on like a more regular basis, then you don't really understand. Or unless you were a child that pretty much lost everybody in your life, then, you know, maybe you get it. But other than like extreme circumstances, most people don't get it. They don't, they don't understand it. So, you know, vets, 
I and I find I find it hard to talk to a lot of people or to interact with a lot of people. Not not in like an antisocial way. Like I can talk to anybody, but to actually have a connection with somebody, the only people I've ever really had a a, a real strong connection with is fellow military. Because they get it, you know. For the most part, they get it. I'm not saying we fully agree or or understand each other on everything, but but we even know that. We even get the fact that we don't do that. You know what I mean? But like. They get my humor. They get my uh, my sarcasm. They get my uh, my disposition on life. They 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 understand those things, you know. And you don't really have to explain yourself, so you can actually talk without explaining every time you say something, and that gets exhausting. And then you just don't want to talk to people because you have to explain yourself all the time, you know. It's it's hard. But like for everybody out there that uh, doesn't understand why why guys and why why uh, men and women of the military are angry all the time or or sad or just seem like they have a, a lack of interest in things it's uh it's probably it, you know it's it, it's probably kind of like it, that's what PTSD looks like it doesn't i'm not saying that like if a car door slams and you see a guy freak out that's not PTSD but i'm saying like what 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 PTSD really looks like is like is men and women that uh can can no longer or no longer feel like they can ad- adapt to society you know what i mean or no longer fit into it like they're depressed they're unmotivated they they pretty much hate the world they live in and they have to struggle to do anything every day that's really what a what a like traumatic stress looks like you know what i mean like it's almost to a point where they don't even know they're going through it that's how bad it is and uh Usually all they need is somebody to listen, but most people just immediately shy away from them because they don't they feel awkward dealing with it, you know. Or if they do try to help them, it's usually they try to help in the wrong way. They tell them to to uh, go talk to somebody or take some medicine, and and you know, and then that's it. But most of the times, if you just listen, not just the vet to anybody. Most of the times, if you just listen to somebody. And don't try to fix their problems. That's enough. It's usually enough. And if it's not enough, it's usually enough for that that moment. You know what I mean? It's not going to fix everything. But in that moment, it's usually enough. So stop trying to fucking be Superman or Superwoman and fix everybody's problems. Just just listen. That's all. Just listen. You don't even got to give a shit. Just listen. You know? Don't let them know you don't give a shit. But just listen. Uh, and then... Yeah, it's, I don't know, that's pretty much it. I mean, I've been talking for 26 minutes, so I guess I'll, I'll keep this a little short, because I know people's attention spans nowadays are kind of short, so I'd be surprised if most people listen to this past five minutes, but if you do, hey, thanks. <laughs> All right, I'll try to keep these coming more often. Like I said, that app screwed me over, and it was being stupid, but yeah. Anyway, uh, don't be afraid to be pissed off. Express yourself. Fuck it. Uh... Yeah, don't hold it in, because you'll be one of them people that just ends up shooting everybody in a fucking school or a church or a football game or something like that. So don't do that. It's it's not uh, not good. All right, so well, have a good rest of your day. And, uh, yeah, screw calm. Get angry.